podcast for political women. Interviews and conversations with political women from all around the world on politics, on being woman, on being a woman in politics, and on every other topic under the sun, moon, and stars. We believe passionately in the power of women to affect lives, improve communities, and change the world. Women, wherever we are in the world, need connection, community, communication, and a solid network to support our political success. The podcast for political women is one of the ways in which we are working to help women build each other up and move each other and our world forward. Hello, political women. I'm Shirley Osborne. Welcome to the first episode for 2019 of the podcast for political women. It's a new year. It's a brand new year, a time that is always full of promise and potential and possibility. And of course, this year, we are going to do everything, everything we possibly can to keep that promise, to fulfill that potential, and of course, to realize that possibility, those possibilities. Now, of course, one of the most important possibilities for political women, for us here, is the rise of women in politics. And last year saw some wonderful things, some very important things happened for political women around the world last year. In Ethiopia, for example, a woman was made president for the first time. And... Also, for the first time, 50% of government ministers in Ethiopia are women. The Mexican Senate, elected members, yes, is now 51% female. Spain's new cabinet is two-thirds female. And the United States Congress has also made some, some improvements, made some advances. They've gone up from 20% to 23% now of women in Congress, and women from all across the spectrum, yes? Now, Awal Allo, uh, a lecturer in law in the United Kingdom, writing for Al Jazeera, wrote uh, about Ethiopia, said that Ethiopia's gender-balanced cabinet is sending women around the country a clear message that the patriarchy can be beaten. Now, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed's gender-balanced cabinet has, he says, a tremendous transformative potential to end Ethiopian women's experience of invisibility and the silencing of their voice and capacity. Now, of course, we know that the invisibility and the silencing of women's voices and capacities does not happen only in Ethiopia. But when Ethiopia responds to it in this way, uh, the way Prime Minister Ahmed did, the rest of the world sees, yes? And it affects, it influences how other people feel, think, and do things. One by one, two by two, until you build mass. That's what we're talking about here. Now, when he announced his new cabinet, Prime Minister Ahmed told the Ethiopian parliament that Ethiopia's women ministers will disprove the old aphorism that women can't lead. The new minister of defense in Ethiopia is a woman. Women can lead. Prime Minister Ahmed also said women can help fight corruption. They can re help reduce inefficiency and they help bring accountability and fairness to government. And that is leadership. Now that is music to our ears. Of course women can lead. We've always known this. It is time that the whole world got to experience the best of women's leadership. Mm -hmm. Now, in 2018, also, a woman of African descent 
became the first woman pre vice president of Costa Rica, a woman called Epsi Campbell. Her parents um, went to Costa Rica from Jamaica and to Jamaica from Africa. In the Caribbean, a woman was also made the president of Trinidad and Tobago. St. Martin and Barbados elected women prime ministers. St. Martin, uh, Barbados for the very first time. And Romania on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean also elected a woman prime minister for the first time. These are important developments. They're important. And it is imperative that women continue to rise to the highest leadership offices in our countries. That's why we work here for political women. Because every time a woman wins anywhere, it's a win for women everywhere. That is the trend that we, we, we get to work harder and smarter, harder and smarter to amplify and advance this year and next and on and on and on until it happens that when we come to a, a new year, we can actually sort of just relax and do normal, simple things like celebrate the arrival of the new year with the people we love the most. You know, go to New York and watch them drop the ball or something, stay at home and, and watch New Year celebrations on CNN all around the world, something like that. Or just kind of chill and hang out. Now, all of that is what we work for here. That is why we do this podcast. That is why we have the website. That is why we offer trainings and videos and lectures and speeches and all kinds of supportive and connecting opportunities for women in politics around the world. Our entire being is focused on supporting in all the ways that we can those women who dream about or who have actually made the decision to enter political service. Having, uh, having been born into a political family myself, I, I've been a participant in the political sphere my entire life. I've watched my father run for office. I've watched him um, act in office as, as member of parliament, as, as chief minister, as head of government. I've watched my mother support him and teach us about, and learn from her, she taught us and him actually, about politics. And, at this point in my life, I feel, I feel really, truly honored to be able to make my contribution to humankind through this medium and in a wider, uh, on a wider scope. You know, I, I, having come from this tiny island in the Caribbean, which, however, is part of the British Commonwealth, which is um, the members of the, the populations of the countries of the Commonwealth make up two and a half billion. It's about a third of the world's population all of the English-speaking countries of Africa, pretty much, um, India, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, all the English-speaking territories of the Caribbean, South America, you know, Belize and Guyana, all of those are part of the Commonwealth. And I've had the amazing and privileged experience of having served on a wide scale in the Commonwealth. I've worked in the United States. I you know, haven't run for politics, but I've worked in politics and worked with people doing politics in the United States. And the, the similarities, the commonalities of women's experience continues to amaze me and continues to drive the work that I do. So I willingly and gladly support all of my sisters, every single one who heeds the call and takes up the challenge to enter political service. And challenge it really is. Like I said, I watched my father throughout my life, and I know, and his, and his, his, um, his companions, you know, his colleagues. And so I know 
that the realm of politics is never a cakewalk for the men who have dominated it up until now, and that it is even more arduous and dangerous for women. You know, in the Parliament of Jordan a couple of years ago, I led a working group on the issue of political violence against women. The women were uh, politicians from around the world, from Europe, from the Caribbean, South America, Southern Africa, the Middle East and North Africa, um, South America. I'd said South America before, didn't I? The women, they were all very committed and very brave. And they were also objective and realistic, very pragmatic, yeah? They recognized and acknowledged the dangers. Some of them had had experiences that were, some of them had experienced actual life-threatening danger, yes? Yet they were adamant, they were committed to the notion that women need to remain in the political space. Women need to stay in. These women, these women, uh, they remain determined to give everything they have to bring about equality and justice in the leadership of their countries. And of course, when things happen at leadership, they trickle down, they move down, they spread out, they expand through our communities, yes? So I'm inspired by these women. I'm inspired every day by the women I work with in the countries of Africa, in South, of South America and Asia. I am continually reassured by the optimism of young college women I work with in China, um, by the standing up and speaking out and, and showing that they are there and they exist and they will be visible of black women in the United States, Latina women in the United States, Native American women in the United States, two of whom went to Congress for the first time this year. Mm -hmm. I am sustained, I think, sustained is a good word, by the wins, the wins that women have made, women continue to make, by the joining of forces, by the, the organizations and groups everywhere who are reaching out to women from everywhere else and supporting one another in this battle. So this year, the podcast for political women and everything else we do at for political women will focus on that reaching out, that bringing women together, that coming together and sharing of ourselves and of information, experience and wisdom, both in, in the things that we do and by our acknowledging and supporting the efforts of other women. What I want us all to grasp this year like never before is that we get to do this together. We're all of us in this together. And when one woman succeeds, all women win. That's my mantra for the year. It's been my mantra for a while, actually. When I worked with young girls, when I started my work years ago with young girls, and as I proceeded, and, I, and I've come to, to where I am now, my mantra is when one woman succeeds, all women win. So when one woman anywhere succeeds, all women everywhere win. So a woman succeeding at becoming the Prime Minister of New Zealand is a win for women everywhere. And it supports the, it, you know, it's a step on the road to women, a woman becoming now the President of Ethiopia. A woman becoming the Premier of the Turks and Caicos Islands is another step along the road to a woman becoming President of the United States. Yes, my sisters, that is how it works. That is the way these things happen. So I want, to, I want to ask us, I want to request that we make sure this year we continue to work. We not ever cease to work at this in, our, in all our jurisdictions and, and constituencies, large and small. Let us not rest until women's inclusion in matters political at the very highest levels just is. Just is. Is normal, is natural, is expected, is a given. So we're inviting you to stay with us this year. Follow us very closely this year. Follow us closely on our social media platforms. Sign up to receive the podcast and the newsletter. 
and let us together work to make this year another watershed year, a higher watershed year for equality and for the 50-50 political partnership everywhere in the world. Let's work towards that. Let's remember that women just standing up, just standing up to be counted is moving us forward. Win or lose. Every election in which we participate brings us that much closer to the goal of full partnership and inclusion in the political leadership of our world. That is a win for everybody, man, woman, and child. Yes, men, women, and children. We get to do this. We get to do this. On the next episode of For Political Women, I'll be talking about how to be a good woman politician. I'll be telling you some of the things I've learned along the way from the men in my life, the men I've watched all my life, and from my own actual experience in a small jurisdiction and in the big, wider uh, world. Some of the things I've learned that can, that can help us all as women. Yes? I thank you so, so very much for having spent this time with me. This is Shirley Osman saying goodbye. Until next time. Until next time, remember... When one woman succeeds, all women win.